This episode of the I Needed That podcast sponsored by BetterHelp. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and they asked me about my own mental health journey. They actually asked me, when did I know it was time to talk to somebody? I thought about it for a second and I just said, you know, it was when I realized that it's not that something was wrong, but it was that something was different. The way I saw myself, the way I saw my relationship, the way I was thinking and the way I was acting. And it was just, I, I couldn't find my same groove. And for me, that was, that was the very first time that I just thought, okay, I, I, I need to talk to somebody about this. Chris, I think it's so awesome that you have that kind of awareness and and a lot of people will they'll have that moment of clarity and they'll be like you know it's time to visit with somebody and we just want to let you know that better help the world's largest therapy service uh which by the way is 100 online is a great partner of our i needed that podcast as a matter of fact you can get 10 percent off your first month at better help dot com slash I needed that. And we have a link in our show notes to check that out as well. But man, to anybody else, Chris, who's going to have that moment of clarity this week and decide they want to do something, we would 100% recommend starting their journey at BetterHelp. Get the link to BetterHelp in the show notes right now. Um, I want to spend a couple of minutes talking about NeuroMints because they have literally become my thing. And I'm so happy that they're a sponsor of this podcast episode. I'm going to meetings now. Listen to me. Yeah, I know you think I'm crazy, but I'm going to meetings now and I have the NeuroMints and I'll open them up and everybody's like, ooh, can I have one? Ooh. And yeah. and listen, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I can't say that it's the neuro mints legally that have that have caused a, a difference in how things are running but these meetings have been incredible <laughs> that's awesome well i'm i'm a fan of the formula they've done a really good job with mm -hmm. natural caffeine l-theanine b vitamins but um you know it's so funny so i started using them there's a little hack that i do with caffeine because your body starts to adapt to whatever it is that you, that you take on a regular basis and so right you know um my caffeine like my, my coffee after a while, it just it's not working like you used to. Then you can switch over to an energy drink. It's not working like you used to. When I switched over to the the neuromints or the neuro gum, it's a different delivery. And so sure enough, I got that that big pop like right? I with the coffee. Yes. And so now it's in the rotation. So now as my body adapts to it, I can simply cycle around. And now so I've thrown it in my uh, in my regular caffeine rotation. Man, look at that. Try neurogum.com slash I needed that. Or again, in the show notes, guys, please hit the show notes, hit our link and enjoy a little kiss as you pick up some of their um, either mints or their gum. I know you love cinnamon. You've requested cinnamon gum. It's my jam, dude. It, it takes me back to the big red days. I don't know what it is like, but whenever Amen. I chew it, it like, I don't know, the memories come back from you know, seventh grade, eighth grade. I love it. Uh, finally, before we get to our podcast today, we want to let you guys know that we have a brand new partner that's just come to the table. We love these guys so much because Chris and I have been using their products since way before they ever expressed interest in being on the podcast. And I am in love with the balm. The balm is the bomb. Yes, dude. I'm in love with it. Just, I'm a formula guy. The quality ingredients, nothing's going to top that. But the smell, bro, the smell oh is my so gosh. good. It's like cinnamon, cloves. Oh. The kids love the smell on me also, actually. so it's, it's actually flavored with cinnamon, clove, and ginger. 
and and I've even said to people, I want to eat this stuff. So here, what are we talking about? We're talking about Zens and Antera Organics premium quality CBD products. These products are top notch, top shelf, honestly, man. And I've tried a lot of CBD products, but this is a, a really high quality product. And I'm excited that they want to partner with us so that we can let people know about this CBD. It's awesome. Well, I, I've been using CBD since when it was controversial. Remember, it was like, oh my yeah. gosh, it came from the cannabis plant. But, and of course, for me, it was kind of a sensitive thing. And I wanted to be very delicate about that. But the thing is, all the literature is, it shows how incredibly effective this stuff is. And especially for me in the fitness world, it, it really helps as far as the reduction of inflammation, et cetera. So, wow. and like you said, you, you, you do the, the topical and, and the tincture, I'm all for it because I'm all about the systemic and then the topical as well. So wherever, you know, if I've just got a strained muscle or something like that, I'll just go I'll rub it in there, but I'm, I'm pushing the tinctures. I've been taking CBD for years. And then this is, this is the brand I've landed on just because of gen quality of the ingredients and the smell is just, again, it's so good. Sometimes I'll go to the gym and I'll work out so hard just so I can put the balm on. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's a joke i don't ever work out so hard that's, uh, a joke. that's, that's, awesome. that's, that's funny you can get 20 percent off your first purchase of antera products code i needed that at checkout and again guys we're going to throw all the links in our show notes just to make it so easy for you but please support these partners because they're supporting us and they're allowing us to grow this thing in a really kick butt and meaningful way right absolutely Okay, shall we get to the podcast now? Let's go, dude. Yes, uh, yes hello, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the I Needed That Podcast. I'm Matthew Blades. And I'm Chris Powell. You ready for the beat to drop? Say yeah. Oh, yeah. And we have one incredible podcast for you guys today. Two words, helicopter parents. We're going down the road. Yeah, it's that time, and I'm guilty. Are you? Yep, yep. I could, right. I could learn a few lessons from you, but I'm, I'm really working on it. I just, I'm just so terrified. I understand time. why, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to help you understand why, too. Because it makes a lot of sense to me why you do what you do. It does. For sure. For, I, I, yeah. It, and you probably see it, too. Oh, 100%. I, it, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like being a coach. You know, it's like you, can, you know this stuff. You can help other people through it, but then when mm. it comes to actually applying it to your own life, not so good. No, idea. you need a coach to actually coach you through it. Coaches need coaches, right? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So we're going to get to that on today's podcast. Would you rather name that tune? We're going to be bringing in Joey from RO, and we'll explain a little bit about that in a couple of minutes. I have to start today's podcast, Chris, with an unbelievable review that we received this week. Oh, yeah. Not, no, not, not always do we read these reviews, but this one is so unbelievable. She came across your Good Morning America clip. Oh, wow. This is yeah. Four months ago, right? Yeah. Four or five months ago. Yeah. She says, I got in the car and I listened to the first podcast. This is after seeing you on Good Morning America. I didn't know where to start. So many questions. What if I can't lose weight? What if I can't journal? What if I'm not a writer? So she's got this five-hour ride back from where she lives in Arizona to California, okay? Yeah. She says, you have given me hope that I can do this. 85 pounds to lose and overall, no more excuses. I'm on to the next podcast. It brings me to tears as I write this because I believe God put this podcast in my life at this moment. Wow. Wow. Wow is exactly That's right. Amazing. Wow. She says, no so more cool. excuses, Claire. 
Claire, you got this. Yeah. And, and we are cheering you on every step of the way. Unbelievable. That's and amazing. then and then literally like 13, 14 minutes later, we get another review from Terry who says uh, that she highly recommends episode eight. That was the one that we had on with Dr. Todd Hurst, the cardiologist, oh, yeah. because he talked about insulin resistance. Mm. And Terry says, I've been a huge fan of Chris for a long time, but this is next level. Nice. Bro. That was a next level podcast, by the way. Doctor, that guy is such a wealth of information. So good. Oh, man. She said, yeah. and this podcast has introduced me to Matthew Blades, who is so inspiring. So maybe she's on the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's on the right podcast, my man. I'm inspired every single day. I'm just lucky I get to sit next to you. Uh, I feel the same way, man. It's so very mutual. It's not even funny. So anyways, yeah, a couple of great things to get into today. And we're going to get into it with Joey. Yes. He's one of the founders of this thing called Aro. So here's what I think, and he is not here yet, so let's talk, let's talk a little bit before he gets here. Right. I think he's cr probably created something that's really cool, that's really useful, and if you, if you use it, it's yeah. probably going to be a game changer. Yes. I, but the question is, will people use it? Here, and again, spot on. There's a lot of things that we know we should be doing uh -huh. that we don't do, mm. right? Speak for yourself. <laughs> I, I spent 25 years working with people that know what they should be doing and right. they don't do it. Right, I, th right. I think it might be one of those things that if you just, again, don't try to take on too much too soon. I think it, just like with any kind of transformation, you're, you're, we're changing behavior here. Yeah. If you, if you make it too difficult and you're like, oh yeah, you got to put your phone down for two hours at a time. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. But what if it's just, and it was, what's really cool about what he did is he's gamified it. So it's like, what if you just put it away for five minutes? And so like long story short guys, it's this cool little box. You actually put your phones into and it's for families to, to connect, to spend more time together and actually put the screen time down. And so they actually put them into a box and it, it knows when they're in there. And it gamifies it based on the amount of minutes that you guys are actually, all the phones are in the box and you guys are connecting together. So yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a cool concept. And I think if you just, what if, what if you actually put your phones away for 10 minutes? That's a win in my book. If you actually got you and your kids to put the phones away and connect with each other for 10 minutes. Yeah. Who says you need more than that? Because like it's 10 minutes more than you probably would have done anyway. Yeah. Well, so, we can all agree we need boundaries around uh, technology. Yeah. We, we all know that it improves our mental health if we're not on this as much. We all know that being on our devices for X amount of hours in a day isn't so great for us. Amen. But why do we keep choosing it? The answer, like we said in a couple of podcasts before, is the same people who make social media are making the games at casinos. Okay. These are genius people who have figured out how and why we do what we do, and then they have designed technology to absolutely capitalize on that. Yes. All right, that's, that's step number one, right? And you nailed it, dude. There, there is a process in which they use, and by the way, it's also, it's interesting because a lot of these, um, you know, game makers and app makers, um, it's a little bit controversial because they'll utilize these different behavioral tools in the way that they that they generate these apps or like in the in the app experience that will elicit dopamine releases mm. you know and, and surprises and, and certain certain things that they just keep you digging and digging and digging and digging and digging and so I, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir here we all know this nowadays like it's yes it's a big problem so yes we should do something about it 
right, but we'll, we'll be. But we'll, we'll be. And and Joey's he's trying to solve that problem. Let's find out. Yeah. Let's bring Joey in right now. He looks like he's ready to go. He's backstage and he's got a very similar backdrop to us. Joey, what's up, dude? Fellas, what is happening? It's so good to see you guys. Good to see good, you too, brother. Good to see you, brother, man. Look at Thank him. You. He's got yeah, his man. wood background. We got our wood that's background. Right. Yeah. <laughs> really, oh, I thought that was stone. You guys said that's good faux wood. You guys got right? faux, faux stone. That's nice. It's real wood. It's bro. Re- yeah, come on. Bro. We <laughs> went down <laughs> and chopped that tree to ourselves <laughs> while we had our phones in our RO boxes and we so got smart. to work, bro. You were so <laughs> present chopping that wood. I like it. You're chopping <laughs> physical and metaphorical wood. I love that. There it's you all go. we do, man. It's all we do. <laughs> Joey, welcome to the uh, I Needed That podcast. How are you? Man, I'm great. It's so good to see you guys. Yeah, good to see good you. Good to too. see you. Where's my home man. for you? Home is Knoxville, Tennessee, East Tennessee, and uh, I've been here. I was in Atlanta for a decade and moved to East Tennessee about a year ago. So, so I'm enjoying it. You got a big truck to to match here, so I'm good. What do you mean you got a big truck? Well, in East Tennessee, everybody has to drive <laughs> a big truck. I mean, you have to. If it's do you have just, a dually? I mean, I don't have a dual. Gosh, you just immediately emasculated me. You You only get a dually if you're hauling like a fifth wheel or something, uh, listen, right? Or horses, or you just yeah, want to exactly. show off, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, Hold on. Yeah. How, how how big are the tires? You know what? It's it. I should know this answer. It's it's big. It's a, I'm six five, and it requires me to grab the handle and step on and jump. I mean, it, wow. it's, it's so you've had it lifted. You've had it lifted. I've had it lifted. Yeah, yeah. it was pre lifted, so I just grabbed it, and, and it's yeah, it's 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 a climb for me. And six I'm a big guy. foot five, wow, bro. Yeah. That is a big, big, tall guy. He's got you beat. You're six got, four, right? I'm six three, oh, so six, he's got three, me three. smoked. You yeah, guys, you, you go. guys got me beat by about a foot and a half. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm five eight, <laughs> but so. we won't rub that in at all. I don't hear enough. I bet you can bench quite a bit more than I can. This is what I tell him all the time when it comes to the gym, Joey. Bro, he's got us all beat, right? Come well, on, of course. Here's the secret: is I've got short levers, and so I, it's it's true. <laughs> it's short true. Pl- and and sizable muscles, so it's it's not just it's not just the levers. Fair enough. You can't really tell underneath this shirt, Joey, but I'm freaking ripped too. It's, no, I, uh, no, actually, I can tell. I was very intimidated. I can't tell. <laughs> this is my dually oh. right here, bro. <laughs> Your dually, I love it. He's my doolies right here. Oh. All right. So we're going to talk about technology. We're going to talk about yep. fatherhood. We're going to talk about boundaries. But first, I want to talk about movies. Do you like movies? I love movies. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a movie guy. I am. a Well, well, yes and no. I, I, I kind of went through a phase uh, where I was working a lot and I, I fell behind. But I did go see a movie with my son on Friday, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, nice. Was it good? It was good. It was really enjoyable. Was it, it was as good as we thought it was going to be? Um, here's the thing. The critics didn't love it, but the audiences do. Okay. Mm. And, and so for me, just being an audience, I'm not a critic by any stretch of the imagination, but, um, I, I really enjoyed it with my son because he, he's, he's learned enough about Mario, even though he never played the game a whole lot, but he knows a lot about it. And he was so into it and we were laughing together and like high fiving. Like we, we both got into it. It was a blast. All right. So I stumbled on this list and what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys the year and I'm going to give you the starring cast. And then you're going to have to tell me the movie. I love this. Okay. Joey, you're going to have to help me out here, buddy. I'm excited. Now we can do it. The first one is 1995. It's Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, and Gwyneth Paltrow. Famous line, 
What's, What's in, in the, the box? box? What's in the box? Oh, seven. Seven. He's really good. I told, you didn't know that? No, I told you he's a rock star, though. No, I, I didn't know that. So, Joey, thank you, man. 1997, <laughs> 1997. Okay. Actually, do me a favor. How about I want to put a little twist on Don't even give me the line yet. Let's see if we can. Let's see if I can name the line and then the movie. Let's just see. Okay, all right. I can't believe he just said, what's in the box? This he, guy is like me with music. <laughs> Yes, he I don't is. know. You're, you're strong with music. Okay. 1997, okay. Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, oh. Billy Zane. Oh, I'm on top of the world, baby. Titanic. Yeah. You it too? King of the world. Yeah, that's okay. it. Titanic. Is our right. king of the world. I even got the line wrong. I'm no, it's all good. It's all close, close enough, hey, brother. My partner took care of me, though. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. That's teamwork right there. All right, here we go. 2001, Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, Will Ferrell. Um... Oh, that could be a couple. I mean, I think that's probably that's probably Zoolander. Oh yes, um, of course. That's exactly what it is. It is Zoolander. It's exactly Zoolander. Yes. You guys are amazing yes. at this game. Yes. And, and 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 the line should be um, Hansel is so hot right now. <laughs> so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hansel is so. My son and I we just watched that a month ago and it holds up. It's hilarious. Oh, really? Oh, that is awesome. Oh, oh, so great. Wow, you guys are so good at this. Uh, okay, here we go. Two thousand nine, Zoe Zaldana. Sam Worthington, Michelle Rodriguez. Partner? I'm, th- mm. I'm thinking Avatar. There you go. I'm thinking right. Avatar. I, I fell off he's there. I think he's you're exactly right. right. It's yes. Avatar. Nice wow. Nice work. Yes. That's go impressive. team, man. That's impressive. F- fist bump. <clears throat> there it is. All right. Last <laughs> one. It's 2013. There's Adina Menzel, Kristen Bell, and Jonathan Groff. We got that. Yeah. Should what is we it? sing it? I mean, should we sing it? Yes, I mean, we yes. Can, Here we, we go. Can, oh, gosh. Da, da, hold on. This is going to be good. Let it go. Let it go. Yes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That yeah, was you fun. guys are on it, man. That was fun, Joey. It. You were on. That was fun. What, I like that. What's your all-time favorite movie, Joey? I gotta go. I gotta go. Braveheart. I, ca- I can't wow. get. I can't get away from it. It's so good. Really? You too, CP. So I got three, and Braveheart's one of my top three. It's always Gladiator, Braveheart, Top Gun. Yeah. Where's oh, Pulp so Fiction good. in the mix? That's a good one. I, I, listen, I, I had my friend Chris Hart. He he talks about this. He talked about you have like your top twenty movies. Like he puts it in tears. Like I got my top twenty, but your top twenty could actually include like fifty movies. Like oh, it's a top twenty movie for me, or like. That even this is impressive. Like, oh, that's a top 200. That's still pretty high for the number of movies that we've seen. So my son and I, who's almost 15, we're, we have our list of, it's probably up to about 400 movies we want to watch together. And so we have them categorized. And so we check them off the box and having him go back and watch those movies is, you know, the Tommy boys of the world like that. Nice. We haven't, we haven't quite watched Shawshank Redemption yet. That may, that may, which is another epic one it's for me. It's a good me. one. So many good ones. Hoosiers, if you think, mm. if you like basketball, is a good one coming up. So mm-hmm. Love the movies. That's yeah, so for cool. sure. We've been taking our boys down memory lane with very inappropriate movies, like old school, <laughs> like uh, what's the other one with Will Ferrell? We're not, I'm not there You're yet. You're my boy, yeah. Blue. Yeah. What's yeah. that movie? No, that was old school. That's, that's, that's old school. school. Yes. Yeah. So we're taking them old school. We've been watching like super bad. Like we've been watching uh, super inappropriate hangover. movies. Hangover. Yeah. <laughs> and, and listen, lest anybody judge me, the reason that I do it, it's super intentional. It's because they talk about things in those movies that are excellent conversations. 
conversation starters mm. for teenage boys oh, yeah. specifically, yeah, yeah. right? That's so true. And and uh, we, we we were watching Superbad. I may have shared this with you on a previous episode. We were watching Superbad one time, and you know the deal with Superbad. And yeah. so the next day, I was out with my son and his buddy, and I literally turned in the back and I said, don't try to get chicks drunk so you can sleep with them, okay? Because they talk about that in Superbad, yeah. right? They talk yeah. about getting them all wasted so that they can sleep with them. And they laugh, but yeah. we've, we've planted a little seed. Yeah. yeah. That's no, what that I how old is your how old is your son, Matthew? So mine are close to yours, Joey. I've okay. got uh, I've got a teenage son who's going to be seventeen here in okay. a couple of months, and then one who will be fifteen in a couple of months. So I love it. Uh, I'm right in the thick of it. Yeah. And and Joey, you've you've got one. I have a son who is almost fifteen and a daughter who just turned thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will pray for each other. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, it's just it's just great. I, I'm finding. I found that I was I was and I'll, I say this wait for the punchline here. I found that from zero to 10, I was great. Like I was, I was freaking the best dad in many years. I'll tell you in a few minutes, reasons, ways I was not, but in terms of like, in terms of behavioral control, it was very, it was very rigid. And Hey, here's how you did. I think that that built a foundation. When I got to 10, I realized I got to transition away. Like mm-hmm. I got to get away from, and I've heard someone say that you need to begin the releasing process. I think it's like 10 or 12. It's very young. And so what you're doing, Matthew, I love, and I'm a big proponent of that, of, of that exposure therapy to some degree of, hey, here, let's, let's, let's talk about this. Let's introduce this talk. My son asked, there was a, a, an office line that I won't repeat here um, on the show, but one the other day, and my, my son said, hey, what does that mean? And so we had a very, very detailed anatomical discussion um, about what that meant. And, but I'm with you. They're going to learn all the wrong things right. somewhere else and with a bunch of misinformation. And so if we can actually control that process, that's, it's a lot better. And if you can do it in such a way that it's not just a one-time talk, it's an ongoing discussion where you have the door open and he can talk about anything is, is really, really fun. So are I, you I, go ahead? Sorry. To, sorry. To no, interrupt, I just, I, I just, I just love your approach. Are you going to be, what kind of dad are you going to be with cash and robes when they come to you with the hardcore stuff? I'm I'm extremely open about it. Okay, I, good. I actually I I throw it out, there, but I'm learning from you guys is what I'm doing because I'm I'm still in the nine eleven stage, right? Nine years old and eleven years old, not yeah. the nine eleven yeah. stage, but the eleven years old, nine years old, and so like I'm just I'm paying attention and I listen carefully to to what you guys have to say. <laughs> um, but so far, I've just been extremely open and honest with them. So yeah. like, we actually had some conversations over the weekend about and what. <laughs> <laughs> okay so it was about um well it was about um i'm just gonna throw this out there it's about masturbation actually okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I not not with not with, it, not with my nine-year-old yeah. but yeah. with but yeah. with my 11 year old okay and because he's got an older brother yeah. and he hears these things but but there's there's things that he doesn't know there's like gaps in there and so because he, he was he was okay, let's just you know what Let's get real. Let's, let's go full kimono. And so he, he was talking about sperm and everything. He's like, but I don't get it. He's like, you pee. How does that happen? Yeah. And I, mm. and I was like, okay. And so I. I Different ex- canal. Bro. Yes. And, I, and so I kind of explained it was kind of like, 
And I explained, obviously, there's a bunch of nerves under there. And it's like, if you, like, pump a shotgun and, and, then, you, and then you pull the trigger. <laughs> so I put it, I put it in, in gun terminology. And I was like, but just think, you kind of have to pump the shotgun, like, 50 times before you pull the trigger, right? <laughs> hey, Chris must have a high opinion of himself if he calls it a shotgun. You know what I mean? Oh <laughs> I was trying to love this. I was so trying, great. To, trying to explain it as best as I could. And I think it landed. It, I hopefully it won't make sense for about two more years. But I was. But again, he he knows enough. But there's these huge gaps, and he's coming to me with all these questions. Thank goodness. Okay. I and, love that he came to you, man. So good. Enough about me. Enough about me. Now, Joey. No, wait. We're just getting started with you. <laughs> no, no, we're clearly, just getting here. started with no. you. <laughs> so, Joey, what, tell me. I'm sure. You, I mean, obviously, you've got a, a 15 year old boy. So, how, how did you? How did? <laughs> how did you have these conversations, brother? Bro, that's such. My son is gonna freaking kill me because we're hey, we're oh just we're God, just gonna. I love you. Thank you for that. Open, I love that you said. I had that talk with my son um, three months ago for the first time. I probably waited too long because we started and my classmates. We started talking about it in eighth grade. I remember the day that we that we all started talking about it at school, and so I thought. And so, and, and I've been very deliberate because I don't. In some ways, I didn't want to introduce it before he asked about it i've heard someone say in parenting like tell them tell them what they need to know but not more don't mm. you know don't you know don't do more or less necessarily yeah, just answer so, the question nothing more nothing less kind of vibe. yeah exactly so i so i had that conversation with him with the goal of this is me opening the door this is not the <laughs> one and once and for all conversation this is just us being able to have an open dialogue about it and i was very open with with me my experience i told him about when we all talked about it when we were in middle school and um and we were riding in a car we had a two two or three hour car ride and um and he said some of the end my son is kind of a, a, a boy a few words and so at the end of it he was kind of thinking and and i um i said hey bud you, i mean and this was this is neat he i said do you have anything you have any thoughts about it you know what do you what do you think and he said hey can we listen to smartless now please is, <laughs> it's like nothing like he was just like stone faced he's like i'm not gonna tell you about that dad but it landed you know it landed right <laughs> Yeah, I know it landed and I hope that it's the beginning of more conversations and something that my wife is great at, something my business partner is great at also is is as a parent and I'm not good at this naturally is just not being reactive. They tell you something, just just stay chill about it. And I, and my my kids are very open my wife and as I've adopted that I've found that my kids are coming to me with more things mm -hmm. and talking about things like masturbation or talking about with sex questions or anything like that. They're more open because I'm not being reactive and there's no shock factor and yeah. just telling them like Dude, I've been through all this. Believe me, like we'll, like we'll, uh, and we even here's more openness, Chris. I was just, I was telling him the, you know, all the fun, all the fun names we had for it too. You know what I mean? Cock <laughs> yes. the shotgun's a new one for me. So we're gonna, we're gonna put that one in there. <laughs> Bro, we're running parallel paths. I did the same thing with cash. I literally, we were rattling off all the different things that you could call it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's so, hilarious. So funny. Yeah. Those are good connection points, though. And yeah. those, are the th those are the things that make it so that he'll feel more comfortable coming to you later on. For yeah. sure. Right? So, ab absolutely. Yeah. No, I feel good about it. Because what's the alternative, Joey? They look on their phone and they get yeah. that version of it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's that's what you're in the business of. Well, Yeah, that's right. That's exactly. And, we, and we, we need to talk about this, but that's that's the thing. You got to get ahead of it because now yeah. they have access to all this stuff. And so, yeah, he's got an older brother. 
but you better believe he's going to Google it right afterward. Sure. And then before you know it, then he's talking with his buddies about it. And he's like, oh, his friend's like, oh, yeah, I heard about this. And check out this meme and check out this YouTube. And it's like, oh, man, you got to get ahead of these things. For the sake yeah. of our conversation today, I think it's, just, it's worth asking yourself as a parent, would my children prefer to come to me or go to Google? Well, well, what would they prefer? Would your yeah. children prefer to come and ask mom and dad what's going on? Or are they just going to be the kind of kids who, oh, I'm just going to sit in my room and Google this thing and figure that answer out themselves. Yeah. And I think, you know, you just, you, you can literally design it any which way you want, but it does really start with that super unnatural yeah. conversation. Like, you know, yeah, it's weird to be talking to your 11 year old about masturbation. Everybody can agree. That's not the comfortable conversation that you want. Right. 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 Yeah. But you gotta have it. I, well, I think, yeah. I think deep down most parents, they, it's important for us to control the dialogue based yeah. on how we want to raise our children, which of course brings us around to, I mean, Joey, what, what you've done and what has really inspired you um, to, to create a really ingenious product. Um, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And so if, if you don't mind, like I, I would love Let's to jump in. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to talk yeah. about it. So, so Joey, you created a product called Aro. Yeah. And, um, and so essentially it's, well, if it, you know, why don't you explain really quick what it is? Yeah. I, like I just got brilliant. into the elevator with you and you're like, hi, I'm yeah. Joey from Aro. And I'm like, oh yeah, what's Aro? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, it's the very, the very short version is we're a tech company that is using tech to make it easy to put down your phones and focus on the relationships that are most important to you. So there's, there's my quick elevator pitch, but the premise of it is, is that our relationships with our phones, and by the way, I just listened to Dr. Morgan Francis, who was on the episode, and she talked a lot about relationships with every relationships with food and relationships with anything. It's our relationship to our devices, and our devices are with us all the time. The relationship with those are damaging the relationships that are most important to us. And so I'll tell a story to illustrate that. So my son, as I mentioned, Harrison, he, when he was five years old, he was, he was playing soccer and he's a, Harrison's a great kid. He's a great student. He, he's a great tennis player. He was not a good soccer player at five years old. And so everybody on the team had scored a goal except for Harrison this season. And so typical Saturday afternoon, we're on the sidelines, we're watching, uh, we're watching a game. And so this, you know, the magical moment arises, cue the James Horner, you know, music in the background, <laughs> he rears back his leg, he kicks the ball, goes into the back of the net. And it's this amazing magical moment. I almost get chills talking about it. The coach lifts him up, the crowd goes wild, everybody's going crazy. And what does a five-year-old boy do when he scores his first soccer goal? He looks over to dad he, to share. We, you know, we share this magical moment of his eyes locked on mine. But I missed the entire goal. Mm. I didn't see it. What I just described, I didn't see with my own eyes because they were down looking at my phone. And there was one of these moments where I thought this thing, this relationship I have with this phone, this phone that's amazing, this phone that's incredible that I'll never get rid of. My grandfather passed away a year ago in, in, in Arizona, and we were on our phones he was telling me he loved me. He was telling me he proud of me. He died later that day. He was in the hospital. So our phones do incredible stuff. And so it's not a demonizing of phones. What it is, is us taking this assessment of our relationship to them because we've had them for 15 years, fellas. Like that's all oh, we've had. And yeah. so it's so new. It's hard to believe. To your point, yeah. And so, and so we're taking a, re a different look at our relationship to them and how we can, how we can change that. Because when you change your relationship with your phone, you change your relationship with everyone around you. Right. Man, what you yeah. just said, I just saw on like an Instagram reel or something a couple of weeks ago. It was this dad talking and he said, I went to my I went to my daughter's gymnastics practice 
and I'm sitting in the crowd and I had forgotten my phone at home. And he said, and while we were at practice, she must have looked at me 25 times during practice to see wow. if I was looking at her while mm. we were in, you know, while she was doing her thing. And he said, that was my light bulb moment for me. He thought mm. to himself, how many times have I been right here in this chair watching her practice? And every time she's looked over at me, I've been buried in my phone. Yeah. Mm. Wow. And mm. so, so similar to you, Joey, that's such a big yeah. moment for somebody. But yeah. it will probably take somebody that moment before they make a big change is the truth yeah. of the matter, right? That's probably true. And, and, and the good news is you said on the pre, before I came on, you were talking about, you know, we all know the damage. We all know the damage. Maybe. I don't know that that's 100% true. I think we know that it's a problem. But do we really know what's at stake? That's the question. Until we understand the gravity of what's at stake, and, it, and it's very similar to 30 years ago when we started realizing, holy crap, this, this secondhand smoke thing, mm -hmm. the cigarettes, they're not just impacting me. They're not just impacting my lungs. I'm blowing secondhand smoke out to my kids, and it's affecting them, and it's hurting them. And we're starting to learn as a society that this is digital secondhand smoke that our kids are taking in. They're taking into their into the, to your point, do they see the gymnastics practice or into their persona? And as a result, we're seeing things like teenage unhappiness is off the charts, right? It's off oh, the yeah. charts and it is. And the easy one, and all the studies are going back and saying, this has been around for 10, 15 years when smartphones became ubiquitous. And it is true, certainly that it's social media that's impacting it. Absolutely. Teenage girls and, and, you know, body image, it's really, really, you know, at a fever pitch, it's terrible. But even more than that, I take it back even more to us as parents and the opportunity that we have, because if you have a whole generation of kids that has grown up with their parents looking at a screen instead of their eyes, their sense of worth and value is going to be very, very low. So mm, then, wow. when you, then when you encounter body image stuff online, what the heck happens to you? You got no foundation. And so you absolutely freaking crumble. And that sucks. But here's the cool thing is it's the greatest opportunity that we have as parents right now. It's the greatest opportunity to get ahead of it. Chris, you said earlier about getting, getting ahead with your kids on difficult conversations. You can get ahead of it right now. And that's what's so cool. And you can, it's absolutely not hopeless. People say it's hopeless. It all sucks. There's a bunch of bad stuff right now, but there's so much hope. And the great news is, and here's a little hot take for you. It's not the addiction monster that we all think it is. For some people it is but it does not carry the characteristics of addiction. This is according to Dr. Maxie Heidmeyer at the London School of Economics. It doesn't carry the characteristics of, of addiction. What it does carry the char characteristics of is habit mm. and environment. And that means, and when you're addicted to something, what do you do? You can't have it. It's gone. You can't have see, and, and you're completely powerless. Uh -uh. Right here, we do have the power. We do have the agency to make changes in our environment and our lifestyle that will very quickly make an impact on the relationship with the people around us. Wow. How does the box work that you guys, because you created something called the RO box, right? A-R-O. A-R-O, yeah. Yeah. How did, what, do, what does the box do and how might it help families get closer to each other? We did. Did you plan out, by the way, the seven movie? What's in the box? What's in the box? Did you plan that out? Because there couldn't have been yes. anywhere perfect. Yes, of course. <laughs> no. so, so, so every the, detail has been planned out. Yeah, here, man. All, so curated. You guys so curated. So, so the the premise of it is this: is that ninety one percent of us have our phones with us twenty four hours a day. Ninety one percent of smartphone users. We don't have to move our feet to reach our smartphones. 24 hours a day. Wow. 
And so, the, so let's just. Oh, think I about feel that. so gross inside I know, right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hold, just hold think on. about. Where's it. your phone? I can't reach it. You know, you can't move your phone. There you go. There you go. Nice. It's right with there us, you of, go, course. of course. So yeah, stupid. It's right with us. So it's with us all the time. Mm-hmm. So let's let's just let's think about this in food terms for a second. I, I have a I have a sweet tooth for sure. And if I were carrying around chocolate cake with me all day long, mm. I'm probably going to eat it. If it's with me, I'm going to eat it. But if it's not with me, if it's not on, if it's not in front of me, I physically can't eat chocolate cake, right? So it's not with me. So because it's with us, I'm going to use it. And here's the interesting thing on phone stats. And this is one that's been shocking for me to learn is that 89% of our smartphone usage is self-inflicted. So that means that an incoming call or text or notification, that only accounts for 11% of my usage, of our usage as a society of our smartphones. So when we have it, it's us going back to them to go think of something else because our brains can't focus on anything for too long. Wow. So the the very easy, and this is the biggest duh thing I'll say all day, is that we got to get them away from us, right? Obviously, if we don't have it, if we're not going to yeah. yeah, have it, if we, if we don't have it, we can't use it. And so we need a place to put it. But everybody that I've met so far in life typically either has a shoebox or a drawer. So that's with us at that moment, right? In the same way, I can go burn the same number of calories by doing push-ups and running on my own for free. I can do that on my own for free, yet I belong to a gym because I need help removing that friction, right? Mm. So we have to have a system that helps us that, that helps us put down our phones. So the RO box itself, it's a plat I call it the RO box, but it's really a platform and system. It has a companion app, and I know it's ironic, but we're using all of the same tools and tricks that the the tech companies you're talking about have used to get us on our phone. We're doing all that, the gamify, getting away from It can be used for phone. good, man. It's like anything. It can be absolutely. used for good. That's the beauty of it. Yes, you can yeah. absolutely utilize that those that little dopamine right. rush and everything yeah. to get people to adopt habits that will improve their quality of life. There and that, it is. That's what you're doing. 100%. So yeah. the app itself the app itself does two things. It has two main functions. One of them is it's a companion that nudges you towards putting your phone down. It says, for example, my wife, it says, Kristen has just started an RO session. So I know when my wife puts her phone in RO, it gets, sends me a notification that she started one, that she's put her phone in. And when you drop and so that for me, that's a quiet invitation to say, okay, I'm going to start one too. I'm going to join her. And so when you put your phone in the RO box, it automatically connects to the app and it starts to quantify the amount of time that you're away from your phone. And that's the key. We all get our sun, Sunday screen time report from Apple that says, here's much, how much time you've been on your phone. Well, we need to gamify the experience of being away from your phone and giving you that reward system of what you've done away from your phone. So the, the app itself nudges you towards putting your phone down. And then when you're done with a session, when you're done with your phone being away, then you can do a couple things with it. One, you see the amount of time that you've been away from your phone. And that in and of itself this is all based on the science of habit formation and the habit loop, the reward at the very, very end. And they say, dang, that feels really good that I just had 47 minutes away from my phone. Wow. Well, you can do that. You can even tag that session and say what you're doing, similar to a fitness app. So I had 47 minutes of family time, let's say, for example. And then over time, you start to see those results of what you're doing. So I could go on my RO app right now, and I would say that I've had this year, it's something like the equivalent of seven days of family time so far this year, apart from my phone, fully focused. Wow. And so it's building those habits, building those habits to get you to the point of putting your phone down and down and game. And then you have the streaks and you have all that stuff, but gamifying the experience of being away from your phone by having that physical place that you put your phone and then the app that reminds you to do it and the, map, the app that rewards you for doing it. 
That's do you ever get competitive with your wife where you're like all of a sudden you get a notification that says, Oh, your your wife is you know, she just accrued fifteen minutes, you're like, odd. Oh. F that. Hold on. <laughs> you go. Get 16, you run down son. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Throw your phone in the box. You're like, <laughs> I got this. Yeah, we have we have this. We have the score. We have the leaderboard for the families. So families see their leaderboard. Here's how much time everybody has been away this week. And so you get your Monday report that shows here's the leaderboard. Here's who won. And we're starting to build in challenges of you know who, who can get the most reading time this month, for example. So um, or who can do you know, whatever that may be, there are a bunch of different ways you can gamify that, but we can have like even daily, like we're going to have one for Mother's Day in a few weeks of who can aggregate the most Mother's Day time away from their phone to make sure that you're telling the people, because here's what yeah. happens when you put down your phone and here's what's cool. You're telling that other person when you put your phone down, the physical act of putting down your phone, this is especially important for young kids. When you put your phone down, what you're communicating to them is there are 8 billion people who can reach me on this device and you're more important than every single one of them. Yeah. It's that physical act of putting yeah. down your phone. It's more yeah. than turning off the screen. It's more than turning your phone over is the physical act of putting it away. And then having the reward system around it makes it very powerful for you to go repeat that again. I was, <clears throat> I was opening up my phone just a second ago when you were saying that, cause I was going to try to find that little thing about where, where it says how much time you've been on your phone oh, yeah. or yeah. whatnot. But I have heard what Joey's <clears throat> talking about is the truth. As a matter of fact, I used to work for somebody who didn't allow us to have our phones even on the table when we were in meetings yeah. uh, because they were such a distraction. They mm. had to remain in your briefcase or in your pocket mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. They could not be visible on yeah. And, and it's probably because of what you just said. There's nothing more insulting than you're talking to me. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah? Right. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I'll go, yeah. Matthew, I'll go, I'll go a step further than insulting. What, what, that, what that actually is, especially with your partner and with your kids, it's not just insulting. It's actually a killer of intimacy. Mm. So if my, if my daughter, who's now 13, if she came to me, and this has happened plenty of times, when she comes to me and she says, hey, Dad, something, can I talk to you about something? Just that. I mean, that's a trigger right there. It should be a trigger for all of us. Hey, go put your phone down. But if she went and opened up and said, hey, Dad, can I talk to you? And she starts talking about her day, something that's going you know, hard for her in a relationship. And I pick up that phone. That has just killed intimacy, not only in that moment, but it's beginning to hardwire her brain through the concept of neuroplasticity. It's starting to rewire her brain, her, her, neural, her neural pathways to say that I can't open up to Dad. Right. Because last time it sucked. Yes. Last time. And that's a 13. And so that's beginning. At, that begins at a very, very young age. We think it doesn't matter, but it does begin. It does matter. <laughs> Eye contact is so important from a very, very young age. And so if we have a, a generation of kids, like I said earlier, who have had intimate moments derailed every single time, they stop asking for your attention. And that's when we need to be worried yeah. because they think, oh, I've conditioned them. When, you know, the best thing a kid could say to you is, hey, put down your phone and be with me because they here's what that means. They that means that they trust you enough to say that. Number two, they believe that you're going to do that. And three, they value themselves enough to demand your attention. And when they stop asking for that, that's when we need to be. That's when we need to be really, really nervous. Joey, mm. do you have an opinion on then in that same vein? Are we kind of teaching them behaviors? Are we sort of teaching our kids that it's OK to be on your phone while somebody else is talking? Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's two things. It's, I mean, that's why if you get back to the smoking analogy, that's why those, those same kids who ingested secondhand smoke became smokers themselves. Cause that's normal. Sure. And so we are absolutely training in the next generation of digital smokers here. By the way, this began, I said earlier, this began in my own failure. This began in me showing really, really bad habits to my kids and teaching them poorly. Now the, the opposite of that, and we're learning this from our own members, 
they're saying this from one of them and a girl by the name of Jennifer in Colorado. She said, Oh, what I've been doing with my kid, who's my child who's four, instead of me putting my phone in the RO box, I hand it to my four-year-old and ask them to do it for me. Mm. So that does two things that tells the four-year-old, Hey, you're more valuable than this phone. And secondly, it begins to train that muscle memory because this is muscle memory. It begins to train the muscle memory of you putting away your phone. My kids, 15 and 13, they've never slept their phone in their room ever. Wow. And by the way, they, they, we prescribe very little. And that's one thing we prescribe. Kids should not have their phones in their rooms at night. I couldn't it, agree with okay. you more. We don't it, have it, them in our room at all anymore. We have a charging station out in the kitchen and that's where every phone has to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's a, so does Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for kids, I mean, it, it's, I, I do really do believe that. And again, we, I, we really don't get preachy much, but that, that is one where we say like, Hey, that, that should be a must, but they've, when it's family dinner time, it's, they don't even think about it. It's, it's a Pavlovian response for them. They just go put their phone down. They just know, Oh, it's dinner time. We're gonna have a conversation. Oh, it's movie. It's family movie night. We're going to go put our phones down. Even things like basic, as basic as watching a movie without a second, going and watching a filthy movie at the Blades household. Even that, because if you're all sitting on a couch and all of you are looking at your phones, you, you know, you're, you're sharing four different experiences right. versus yeah. one, even Bro, a screen itself that you're sharing one experience together. Drives me nuts. That's the thing yes. for me too. It's that, like, why are we not having the shared experience? Yes. That's that, yep. it's like, if we're going to look at a screen, we're all going to look at the same screen same and laugh at the same jokes. <laughs> yeah, I right. literally just went nuts about that this weekend because I got cash is on his phone. Ruby's on her phone. And then, the, and the TV's on, I'm like, guys, we're watching, we're watching a movie. This is like yeah. a, and dad, a movie's good dad on. Right yes. here, man. That's, that's exactly. a good dad and it sesh. drove me nuts. Yeah. It's funny. You, you, were, you were talking about though, like the whole concept of like when your, your kid is talking to you and all of a sudden you, you pick up your phone yeah. and, and I'm, I'm just going to talk and about some things I'm. You've already I'm, talked about masturbation. I know, I'm, I'm There's nothing left on the table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, where else are we going to go? My kids. They, so here's the thing. They're so aware of that though. Is that they'll mm. actually, it's reached a point though, where it's like, so say Cash will be talking to me and all, there's a call or something or a text. All of a sudden my phone vibrates and there's a text coming through me. And if I pick up my phone, he goes, I'll wait. And, and then I go, oh, I'm sorry. You know, but he's 11. And then yeah, Ruby's man. learned that from him, my, my nine-year-old. Mm. And I was like, wow, okay, I need to do something about this because it's it's so Aro. obvious to Have them. Have you heard about RO? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the cool but, thing is the, the cool thing is the hope in it, Chris. Like it's it is a it is a today thing. Kids are so freaking resilient, and they will absolutely respond to that. And the cool thing is you can you begin to model it. I model it poorly. You begin to model it well yourself, and then just see that it'll change the environment. It'll change it again. I said it, I'll say it again. When you change your relationship, your phone, you change your relationship with everyone around you. Yeah. I have a question. Okay, so yeah. we're gonna talk the phone away. We're going to say that the phone goes away. Well, it's not to say that we don't replace it with an iPad or a laptop yeah. or some other, just some other device. You might. And that is um, the reason we're focused on phones right now is because of the relationship we have with them. There are distractions available otherwise, but it is that con the constancy of it being with us. And so we don't have iPads 91% of the time That's with right. us. And it could, it could happen to that, but what will generally happen is you'll forget and then you start doing something else. You start, mm. especially if you, especially if you, you know, on habit stack, you start stacking habits with it. When I put my phone down, I go outside and play. When I put my phone down, I go do this. So if you start stacking with some other habits, it makes it even more powerful. But even the physical act itself is enough. And by the way, I'm guilty of that. Put my phone down and then I'll 
he'll pull up my laptop and luckily I have a wife who will just like relentlessly make fun of me and call me a hypocrite, which is great. And so she'll just say, you need a good cheerleader in your life. Yeah, that's right. And and so it it can happen, but it's that, and it's a lot harder to sneak a glance at an iPad. It's a lot harder to sneak a glance at a, at a laptop, especially at a family dinner, for example, it's a lot harder to do those so things. So would yeah. you say, Joey, like at a minimum, I'm just trying to pick up on maybe some of the goals that you have with Aro. It's like at a minimum, are we trying to say, okay, at mealtime, zero phones. Friday yeah. night movies, zero phones. Um, does, does someone put the phone in the Aro box before they leave the house or does the phone come with them? Like what are some of the goals? And then also yeah. I think maybe while you're answering that, Talk to me about some of the actual real-time usage that you're seeing yeah. from it. Yeah. Um, to the first question, it's, again, we prescribe very little, but one of them, one of the things we prescribe is find a little bit of time every day to have your phone in RO. That's it. People can set goals in onboarding. You can go screen time neutral, for example, and you can say, my screen time on, according to Apple, is four hours a day. I want to match that in time a physically distant from my phone. And we said earlier, and then the key is physical distance and out of your visual line of sight. When you when your phone is present, you are interacting with it because you're anticipating something. So mm-hmm. even if the screen's off, you're anticipating something. So you are interacting with it. So our goal is spend a little bit of time every day. And everybody's goals are different. If someone lives by themselves, they may just want to read a little bit more. Or they may want to have a little bit of mindfulness time. They may want to go through some breath work or something like that. So that could be one. For families, it typically family dinners are the, the prime time for it. We found the highest in terms of usage trends we're seeing, the highest n- amount of usage is 6 to 9 a.m. and 6 to 9 p.m. So those are, the, those are the moments. So even as dads, here's what I would say even to any dads listening, just go go take back 6 to 9. You know yeah. what I mean? Just go take that time back. You got a lot of other stuff you can do after. When the kids go down, go ahead and do that. If you would do it before, if, if you know, stuff during the day, go ahead and do that. But you can take back 6 to 9. Or how about, how about this? 6 to 6.30. Start yep. there. Start very, very small. I, right? I like that. I we you were going to say we, that. We were just talking about that because sometimes, you know, like you tell me, you got to put my phone down for an hour a day. It would give me anxiety. Of course, e- yeah. Even though I'm like, okay, I need to be present for my kids. I know this. Gosh, there's all these things I, I should do that I know I should do, but I'm not going to do it because it's just, that's too much. You tell me, put it in the box for 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. And you know yeah. what's really interesting? You put that in the, in the box. Go have a conversation with your kid and look them in the eye for 10 minutes. Yeah. Guess what? That's 10 minutes more of connection time with my kid that I would have never had otherwise. Yeah. And holy smokes, does that make a difference? Like, I'm, I'm telling you, <clears throat> it's funny because, Joey, after, after you and I actually connected for the first time. Oh, yeah, I forgot it, you got, he, You were on his podcast. Yeah. 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 Go? Was it as fun as this one, Joey? <laughs> uh, I mean, not oh. nearly. I mean, well, you weren't here, so it we, couldn't have been. We, so. went, we went deep, hey. though. We went deep. We, but Ma- Matthew always we, brings the laughs. <laughs> I, I would love to go deep. No, we went really I, – I, we did go very deep. Well, I'll, I'll come back to that. Chris, you finished, and I want to go back to when you were on. Yeah, I, I was going to say that, but even after you and I connected, I thought about um, – and I, I've just as, as a father, I've thought about this multiple times, but like – um, I've actually found myself looking at my kids in the eye, being more present with them because yeah, I can, I can, by the way, I have an incredible skill as a parent where they can be talking to me and I could be doing something totally different. And it's like, my responses are just on auto response. Like, Oh, no way. Really? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Tell me about yeah. that. Oh, sweet. You know, and I'm not listening to a word they're saying. 
And the Man. moment I'll turn and just look them in the mm. eye and they'll say something and then I'll ask a question about that. And it's yeah. just like, and now there's an interaction and it's like, what the magic that can be done in just 10 minutes if you just better man but yeah you put the phone down for 10 minutes and you connect with them holy smokes you know what's interesting i did this intentionally with ruby and i've done this a few times but it's really wild when i do that with and i'm telling you just five to ten minutes um i'll sit down on the couch she'll come over and she'll come sit on my lap afterward dude mic drop i'm telling you that's everything right there because mm. she felt the connection, so now she wanted to get closer with me. Bro. And that's, I mean, it, that says everything. It, and is there anything greater in that? When you talk about, yeah, we know the stats. Yeah, we know we felt it. But, man, it, and then you could even say, what's at stake? What's the negative? What's the positive? What about Ruby sitting on your lap? Your little girl coming to be coming to have a moment with you. Bingo. Because here's, here's a stat that sucks, and you guys may have heard this. By the time our kids are 12, we've spent 75% of the time we'll ever spend with them. You got, about, you got another you got another year. Wait, I've never heard 70, that before. Hold yeah, on bro. a second. I'm having a panic yeah. attack. What? Seven, 75% of the time you'll ever spend with your kids happens by the time they're age 12. 90% by the time they're age 18. So let me illustrate oh. that for a minute. So what if, so Harrison, and I, 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 do, <laughs> I do get emotional talking about this. So... I was, I mean, I was there, I mean, I was there outside my wife had to be put under when Harrison was born. So I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the hallway before, luckily it was right before phones came out. I didn't have a smartphone and it had been an 18 hour labor for my wife. It had been one hell of a day. It was, it was a brutal day and I'm sitting in the hallway. They had told, they just told me I couldn't be in there because I had to put her under for a C-section after 18 hours. And I, I, I'm sitting in the, in the hallway and I said a quick prayer I said, God, it's been the hardest day of my life. I, I just pray, will you show me your goodness? And and two minutes later, I heard my son cry for the first time in the next room. And so there's God's goodness to me. I, when I look in my son's face, I see God's goodness, yeah. that God is good because I have Harrison. Now, if someone came to me right now and they said, Joe, you have 40 days left with Harrison, I would be heartbroken. I said, oh, what can I do? Give me, give me another hour. And they said, well, here's what I can do for you. I can give you another 10 days, but you can't check text on the weekend or after six o'clock on the weekdays. I'd say, yeah, of course I'll do that. Is there anything else? Yeah, you can, I'll give you 10 more days if you don't check emails on the weekends or after six on, on weekdays. So the math works out here. He's about to be, he is, I have about 40 days left with him until he leaves until 90% of my time with him is up. I can increase the time that I have with my son, that little boy that I heard cry. That is the goodness of God that I kiss all over the face when he's sleeping still at 15. This is my boy. And I can increase that time by putting this damn thing down just for a few minutes, just by reducing that time. And so the opportunity we have is extraordinary. And so that's what's at stake. You know what I mean? And so we do have that, that, that opportunity. And what's cool about it, you said when you turn toward, I love what you said this, Chris, you said you turn towards Ruby. The term RO means to notice, to turn towards, to take heed. Oh, wow. So that's what we want people to do. We want people to notice. We want wow. to turn towards the people that are most important. We want them to take heed of the things that are important to, because when you do that, everything will change. And it's a lot simpler than you think. It's a lot easier. We make it easy for you to put down your phone so you can focus on the most important relationships in your life. Amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> you just said it all, man. You did. That's huge. Yeah, Joey, thank you for, yeah. for joining us. I feel like any other discussion we would have after that moment would just be filler. <laughs> yeah. It would be pure filler. <laughs> 
that's a pro. That Matthew Blade is a pro. I'll tell you. Yeah, yes, he I is. mean, this is such a great convo, and and I love the analogy of putting ten more days back into yep. our days. Um, genius. That's okay. everything, man. Um, we'll connect to you. We'll connect to Aro in our show notes. We'll make sure everybody knows how to get to you. But um, if they just cannot wait any longer, I'm sure you guys are set up online. If people want to sniff this yeah. product out a little bit, where do we find you? Yeah, it's at goaro.com, G-O-A-R-O.com. And on uh, Instagram, we're at goaro now. Awesome, wow, man. man. You're, you're doing great work at, at bringing families back together, using technology to actually yeah. co- reconnect us again. So, and, 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 but, and, and or but, I will say, and all of it on the heels of his own mistake, to, yeah. and then recognize yeah. it and then do something about it, yeah. which is all we're asking everybody to do who listens to our podcast. It's like, yeah. well, hold on, maybe take a little mental note. Maybe you have some of the same stuff, and now you have an opportunity to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there's something really valuable at stake, and that that is our our children and our the, yes. our relationship with those with our kids and our ability to yeah to keep to teach them and guide them and connect with them and and build those relationships. Wow, so, buddy, man. just yeah. keep keep up the good work, my man. Well, I appreciate it. And by the way, the the show is freaking. I needed that is freaking great. I mean, it is great, great, great. So valuable. I was looking. I got I got my blood work back last week, and I was looking at my insulin levels. I was I mean, I was looking at all the stuff from stuff listening on your show that of the. Of the Health benefits, the thing from the cardiologist who was on, um, Dr. Francis was great um, today. You guys just keep just keep bringing like bringing it. It's awesome. I love the show, and obviously you guys are hilarious and great. But deep and meaningful, it's so so good. And I did need I did need that I'll, every time I listen to it. I, say, I, needed, I needed that, that. too, man. I needed that. Dang, bro. I, I needed this conversation, I man. I cannot in a big wait. Way. Oh, can't wait for my kids to get out of school. I'm yeah, going to sit down, look them in the eye, connect yeah. with them, and, and yeah. tell them make it make a production out of putting your phone down. Tell them that hey, I'm going to put my phone in the drawer, and I'm going to and, and just tell hey, I'm going to put my phone. Hey, Dad, can I say hey? First, can I put my phone in the drawer? Is that okay? You start doing that and making that because it, it's it's bestowing value, and you put your phone down you bestow value on the people around you so keep doing that. and again do it in a drawer and if yeah. that's again for the, i'll use the gym analogy again if you can do it on your own without a gym you can do that stuff for free but if you need that friction to be removed we're here to help but i want to encourage everybody to just do do it just do something every single day amen do we want to play name that tune or would you rather with Joey or does Joey have to leave? <laughs> I would, I, I didn't want to ask myself, but I would love to be able to be part of that. Cause I love the name that tune. I would love oh, to be part of that. All right, let's okay. go. Joey's not going anywhere let's just go. yet, bro. <laughs> all right. Name that tune. You're going to get yourself queued up. Yep. Okay. Yep, and, I, and I've got myself uh, ready with the song. So um, you tell me when you're connected to our, our machine and then we will put Joey from RO through the ringer on name that tune here on the I needed that right, podcast. Here we go. Here we go. Is it recognizing it? Almost and while there. you do yours, I'm happy to yeah, yeah, lead you, with my you, song. Go ahead. You, you lead the way. All right. You know how this works, Joey. You only get the first couple yep. of seconds of the song. And if you can name it, then we're really excited for you. Here you go. Song number one. Got it. Got it. Um, can I say, I mean, I want Chris to play. No, I, I, yeah. I, I got it. No, I, I got it. I, I know the artist. You do? I know the artist. The song is, or the, the name of the song is, is uh, Joey, can you help me with the name of the song? I'll do the artist. You do the name. Can you All do right, that? I like it. Yep. Imagine Dragons. Believer. Yeah. 
Yes. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Let's go. That's pure gasoline right there. You guys are on fire, man. Amazing. One more fist pump. All right. One more fist pump. All right, Chris, you got a song for him? <laughs> I do. You only okay. get the first couple of seconds. All right, ready. All right, I am Here we ready. go. It's going to be some weird erasure song from nope, the 80s. No, nope. <laughs> 2010s here. here. Here we go. Okay, that's all I need. Get out of here. That's all I need. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. We're, we're... How do you think you're going, baby? What? All you guys right, are insane. Do you know it? I, I think I did. Um, it's called Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen. I wrote Carly Rae Jepsen. Let, yeah. the, let the record show. And it's... um. Hey, I just met you. This is crazy. Call me maybe. Um, call me maybe. Yeah. Yes, call me maybe. I right? love it. Yes, on, call man. me maybe. Look at this crew. Yo, Joey's got a voice too. I know you're. I know you're downplaying yeah. it, but you got a voice. Oh, come on. Oh, you're making me. That's blush. Tennessee for you. That is everyone, Tennessee. Everyone, everyone, and <laughs> anyone within like 200 miles of Nashville is like crazy talented. They got like a voice and Good. everything. Good. <laughs> Can I tell a great? Let me tell a great story about when Chris was on our show. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was. It was uh, our producer said uh, caitlin she said after she goes you guys had some chemistry i mean she oh, and yeah. i said i felt and it. i and i had i had been telling my daughter um all i was like hey you know you got to do you know be do a good job putting yourself out there putting yourself out there and it was that week and so then chris um we exchanged numbers after and i shot him a text within my mind and i've chris i've never done this but not weird like this i was <laughs> like put yourself good. out there and so i said to chris i was like hey um I'll just be weird. Hey, do you want to be friends? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and he goes, heck yeah. You yeah, got yeah, yeah, yes. It was hilarious because I was like, what a freaking kid thing to do. But I was yeah. like, no, let's be friends. I love it, man. And 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 honestly, when I got there, I was like, bro, like I, I definitely felt the connection. He I, told me about it right away. I, I was like, dude, he's like, he's one of us, man. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, he cares. Yeah. He's passionate. And so I, I was telling him all about it. And so like, yes, bro. Now you've got two friends in Arizona. I love it. Yes. <gasps> let's we go. have one friend in Knoxville. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do. You're right. You do. He's the size all of two son people, of a gun so, too, know? man. I'm excited about it. <laughs> I know. I can't hey, wait to come see you guys. When we all hang out, can I walk in the middle of you guys? <laughs> and <laughs> Hey, and Joey, we'll swing them like we yes. do little kids. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and when you guys swing me out, I'll kick my legs like that. I'll like, <laughs> oh, Amazing. It's oh, incredible. It's and then, oh. that's cool. And then, you know, we can do, we can go talk crap to anybody because he'll do, Chris will just beat them up for us. Right? <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about oh, that. Oh, my God. Joey, listen, thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast, dude. You, you, Chris was right. You're awesome. You are yeah, a friend forever, man. Thank you, Thank my you man. guys very, very much. I loved it. Please keep doing what you're doing. It's, okay. it's, a, it's such an incredible show. Thank you. Likewise, cool. my friend. All right, man. We're going to punt you from our broadcast, but it doesn't mean we don't love you. All right, boys. Love you back. <laughs> see you, buddy. Have a great we'll day. See you next All time, right. dude. Later. Wow, that was just incredible, man. I love that guy. Isn't he great? It was amazing. Right? Yes. You know, and, and boy, man, he dropped some, he dropped some, some really stuff. wild stats. And that's the thing. Everything he does, it's all science-backed and it's all behavioral-backed. It was like, really, I mean, <sighs> just the concept of saying, hold on, let me put my phone down. The kids pick up on that. Yeah, and, and well, and that idea that we can get 10 days back yeah. in our life. That whole oh. thing about 90% of our time by the time they're 12, that freaked me oh, out. Oh, man. But if you, if you do the math, you think about it because, I mean, I don't know about you, but Cash is, you know, my 11-year-old, he's reaching that point where it's like, all, he just wants to hang out with his buddies all the time. He still right. wants to spend time with me, and I'm loving it. But I know this isn't going to last long. 
Because I remember, you know, when they start to transition into 12, 13, 14, it's, it's all friends. Yeah. And then from there, they off to off to explore the We're world. We're certainly so. going through that right now. And my oldest is like hardcore looking for a car right now. Like mm. he wants us to buy him a car so he can, I yeah. mean, and, and I know like a, a piece of me is like fighting it because I know it's the moment he gets a car, yeah. it's game over. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy, dude. All right. Well, we didn't get to Would You Rather. We can do that. I know you wanted to do a deep dive today. Boy, the deep dive I was going to talk about, it's a heavy one, too. It's not, it's not so heavy, but there's just there's a lot to talk through. So do you um, want to wait until next week's episode and do it there? Go you with know your what? gut. Go with your gut. Yeah. Let's, let's, Are let's, you sure? Yeah. Okay. But boy, I can't wait to share this with everybody. Okay. Now. It's, it is going to be really good. All and right. Well, then um, we'll end with Would You Rather yeah. and then we'll get the hell out of here. Let's do a little Would, let, would You Rather. Let's let people go. people enjoy their days. Yeah. All right. So, Would You Rather lose all your teeth or lose a day of your life every time you kiss somebody? Oh, man. I know. It's a tough one, huh? I'd lose it. Hold on. So if you lose your teeth, can you get dentures or something? Yeah, or no? you probably could. Okay. Maybe I'll take out the teeth. I don't know. That way you can, keep, keep, you can keep kissing people? Yeah, there you go. How about you? I don't know. That's a weird one. You know, I am somebody who uh, comes from a long history of not good teeth. I was just having this conversation with my children yesterday. Like, I was the kid who had cavities all the time. Oh, yeah. I've had freaking more root canals than the average human. I've got more fake teeth in my mouth than real teeth. Really? Yeah, and none of it from hockey, which would be super cool. <laughs> yeah, um, <right. laughs> yeah, I just have, I'm one of those people who've always had just kind of crappy teeth. Yeah. And um, so... <sighs> But then you have to think about like the kissing thing. I wouldn't be losing any days of my life these days. These days <laughs> I was you wouldn't. Say no, dude. But you I'm do kiss forever. your kids. I do. Yes. Kiss your yes. kids. You can maybe like you know true. you could kiss your mom or something when you see her or kiss my dogs. You know, yeah, you kiss <laughs> I, your dogs. I actually do. Yeah. People don't know this, but Chris and I kiss each other when we <laughs> see each other. Um, there, yeah, and and but lose a day of your life. Okay, how many times do you kiss in a week? Five, six? Yeah, but if I kiss my kids, it's on the forehead. I'll kiss my dog on the forehead, too. Maybe, I don't know, five or six. So, yeah, you'd times. be taking years off your ah, life. Yeah, this is true. So, I think I'm just going to lose all my teeth and get some veneers. That's what I did. These, dude, these aren't real. What? Not one tooth you see is real. You're shizing me. Isn't that... Dude... Tops and bottoms? Tops and bottoms. Well, it... It works out really well when one of your best friends is like an incredible cosmetic dentist. Yes. And so he was been, he's like, dude, we got to get your grill like totally decked out, especially as you start getting older. I was like, two years back, I'm like, let's go. Let's just How do How long this. did the process take? I'm fascinated by this because I literally said to my kids yesterday, I want to rip out all my teeth and get veneers. Oh, bro. It, uh, about two months. So but here's what you do. Uh, they put temporaries in. And then you kind of see how they work, see how they feel. And then if the, if the temps work really well, then they'll just go ahead and put the, the straight veneers on. But, so, but the, what is the process? Don't they have to like shave down dude, the tooth? They, and, they grind them down. I'm going to show you a picture. If, if you got nubs. If these, if these teeth came out. You got nubs. I've got straight nubs. It is, I've got the funniest pictures <laughs> of me. And I got like a piece of straw and, and a cowboy hat. And I'm like, and it's literally me with just straight nubs all the way through. There's only a few I people. There's only a 
few people in this world that have that picture. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You'll have to show that to me <laughs> at one point. Yeah, because I have somebody who's had a lot of root canals, and that's kind of like what they do before they put the crown on. They shave the tooth down, they make it into a little nub, and then they adhese the crown right. to it. Right. And I got a little crown in the back left of my my uh, my mouth right now. Wednesday, I'm going to go in and mm. have to have it re-adhesed or re-adhesed. Oh, it's such a pain, dude. It sucks, bro. It does, but with the veneers, it's like permanent, right? It's done. great, dude. My teeth are like titanium. And do you can... have to clean them and floss them? Yeah, yeah. You you, you absolutely have to floss. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, I'm, I've been... I floss like twice. I don't know if I should, but I, I floss like twice a day. Well, you had a little but, floss stick in your hand when I got here this morning. I, I know. It's just kind of become a thing. I just like, you know, it's, you know what though? It's kind of like the mindfulness around putting your phone down. When I got veneers, I never took care of my teeth that much. And since I've gotten them, I take care of them all the time mm. because I'm so, I'm aware of them now. Is it expensive? It's not cheap, but it's, for me, it's worth it. It's, so it's I've been heard worth like it. ten to twenty thousand dollars. It depends. It depends on how many you get. So like, typically you'll pay by the tooth, and it could be like fifteen hundred a tooth. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. So you get like four on the top, four on the bottom, or sometimes six up top or something. And then sometimes that's all you need. Here, smile real quick. Okay, so like a normal smile. Mm, mm. My lips are dry. Here we go. Okay. Normal smile. No, nah, I'm messing with it. <laughs> I totally mess with it. That's how I narrow that? So when you smile, if you see the tops and the bottoms, like whichever ones that you actually see, you'll want, you might want to get most of those done. See, like. See, my, my, my tops, though, are actually, like, these teeth are actually okay. Yeah, they, they, they're the bottom, good. They're okay, it's just, the, it's my molars. It's always the teeth in the back. You don't want to veneer those, though. No. No, you want to, you'll, you'll veneer the fronts, but not so much the backs. Mm. Yeah. All right, I'll think about yeah, that. Yeah, think about that. But, like, so, so for me, fortunately, when I smile, it's mostly all my top teeth. I did get the bottoms one, like just just the bottom four done. Yeah, I get the. Yeah, I guess you're right. I just see the tops of my bottom teeth. Yeah. So everybody, do this thing. Go go look in the mirror and smile and see if you're a top or you're a bottom. Yeah, because you might not have to touch the bottom teeth if if all if just the top ones show. But if all of them show, okay. <laughs> okay. Would you rather? Would you rather? Got the wallet. Would you rather? And I love this question because I know okay. my answer. Would you rather have all the traffic lights as you approach be green? Or which would be amazing. Never have to stand in line again. So easy for me. This is drop dead easiest question on the planet Earth. Yeah, I take the green lights. I think. Well, hold on, hold on. Well, just because you made that look, now I have to think about standing in line. Net, dude, Actually, for me, okay. it's never stand in line again. Yeah. Ever. This is true. Ever. Okay, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm totally comfortable with the red light. Yeah. Somebody told me a long time ago that red lights are God's way of slowing you down. That's actually where I floss most of the time also. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so true, though. Okay, okay, okay. Think about that. You go to the movies, you never wait in line. You go to a sporting event, bro. And you never oh. wait in line. Oh, dude. Go to the grocery store. The checkout's always open. You go to Target, it's always open. Go to Disneyland. Never could, waiting could in line you, at Disneyland. Could you imagine? That alone would be worth it right there. I will take every red light if I never have to wait in line that again. Would be, that would be pretty incredible. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. How about you guys? What do you think? Yes, this is a good question to ask folks. Yeah. 
I like mm-hmm. it. Okay, so are yeah. you changing your mind? I am. I am. Well, <laughs> now, now that you've you've shed some light upon the subject, now that I put myself in that position, yes, I agree. Okay. Yeah. Right, no, dude. I love it. I'm looking Boy. forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens here next. Good rationale there. All right. Well, that was a fun oh, podcast today. Man. It was. You know, and I'm I'm a better dad now because of it. I think I am too. Yeah. I'm going to look into the RO box. Mm. I'm going to try to do it by myself for a second, Mm -hmm. but I think like most things in life, I know I'm going to need a little bit of help. Well, you know what? That's what Joey's kind of devoted his life to is just, just the awareness. Yeah. Just create the awareness and and like just the little nuggets of information that he gave and just the, the, the going back and forth between all of us. Yeah. I got some good stuff, man. Me too. I needed that. We always do. I needed that too. Next week on our podcast, Homeboy's going to do a deep dive on what? I'm, I'm talking about, it's something we call falling without failing. Falling we, without failing. We all mess up on the journey. If you saw what transformation really looked like, it'd be a picture of like a yard sale. <laughs> you, ever, you ever hear like the yard sale For where sure. you're like face planted and you got your shoes over here and you're just like, you get up and you fall and you get up and you fall. And it's like, so I want to talk about how to fall without failing because there's a actually tried and true formula that we utilize and I've done this in transformation for over 10 years now. And it's probably one of the most powerful methods that we can use to keep going in our transformation, to keep getting up and not just getting up, but getting up and moving forward with more enthusiasm than you did before. And that might, it might sound, it might sound difficult to conceptualize there, but it, it can happen. And that's actually what I've done with all my people going through the journey of transformation. I cannot wait to share this with you guys because it's something we all need to know if we are looking to change our lives for the better. Okay. See you next week for another episode of Would You or uh, I Needed That. We're going to play Would You Rather. We're going to have Name That Tune. We're going to be talking about the best trilogy movie series ever. And, of course, he's got his deep dive. See you next week on the I Needed That podcast. Have a great day, everybody.